the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Elvis was in the building. Yeah, he was in the building that I was in yesterday, actually. That's what I did on my 4th of July. I went to see the movie, Elvis. And the guy who plays him, his name is Austin Butler, should win the Academy Award. Actually, if he doesn't, they should just close the place up. Uh, But anyway, I've mentioned here before that I am a movie guy, and up until a few years ago, I was going to at least 50 movies a year. The schedule for this show kind of cut into that because I like to go during the week, uh, but also COVID screwed that up too. But I like to go to see movies at the theater. I don't do movies on television. Elvis is also a movie that has to be seen in the theater, just like uh, Top Gun. It's a great story, and you know you're going to hear some good music, but this is one of those movies, because of the subject matter, it could have gotten away with being about half as good, and it would still be a good and successful movie. So do yourself a favor and go see it. It's one of the best movies I've seen in a long, long time. Long time. Not just because of the performance by Austin Butler, but also Tom Hanks, whom I've always thought was a little overrated because uh, he's plays himself in most of his movies, except for Forrest Gump, which, by the way, might be the uh, most overrated movie in the history of movies. Uh, Tom Hanks plays Elvis's manager, Colonel Tom Parker, and he's tremendous, and he sure isn't playing Tom Hanks. But it's not just the acting and the scenery from the 50s and 60s, also the photography, the editing, some things you probably don't notice in movies unless they're really, really good. Austin Butler was so good as Elvis that in the final scene, which was from Elvis's last performance in Vegas uh, before he died, I couldn't tell if it was Austin Butler or the real Elvis. I, I couldn't tell if they just used real footage from the uh, from the scene in, at uh, Vegas when he was singing the song. I had to look it up when I got home. I left the theater not knowing what I had seen. So I, I won't tell you the answer. Just go see the movie and see if you can figure it out. But if you go see it, you won't be sad that you did. You'll be happy that you did. Anyway, when we come back, the mayor of Philadelphia is an idiot. We'll talk to an eyewitness and we'll talk about a major historical event that took place on the 4th of July in western Pennsylvania. That would be the 4th of July, 1752. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-690-4040. That's 1-800-690-4040. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-690-4040. That's 1-800-690-4040. Select Quote. We shop. You save. 
Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials. Well, as you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. This is John Steyerwald. For a limited time, you can save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And this blowout sale of the year is not going to last long, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and out all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. Call 1 800 716 8087 and use the promo code STAG or go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. Again, this offer will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at MyPillow.com. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Your spouse has said your marriage is over, and they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Beam. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now, it's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. So sign up today. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Check out lovestories.com. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Two cops were shot in Philadelphia during Independence Day celebrations. They're apparently going to be okay. Uh, and in the aftermath, the mayor of Philadelphia made it 100% clear that he's an idiot. Uh, Christine Flowers is a columnist for the Delaware County Times. She also is a talk show host in Philadelphia and uh, one of our favorite guests here. She joins us now. Christine, thanks for coming on again. John, I always love coming on to your show. Not, not to see, I'm not buttering you up for future appearances, but I, I love your program. I love the fact that you're interested enough in your cross, you know, state cousins that you want to highlight what an idiot of a mayor that we have, um, because our media in Philadelphia have absolutely no interest whatsoever in oh, pointing out what an idiot he is. Yeah, no, absolutely none. None at all. So who is this guy, Jim, Jim Kenny, and, and who voted for him? How, how did he get elected? Okay. okay. Well, so Jim Kenny is a lifelong Philadelphian. His dad was a firefighter in the city of Philadelphia. And Jim has carried on the fine tradition of living on the dole, essentially, of the city of Philadelphia. Now, I don't want to be disrespectful to his father, because his father actually did a job. He was a firefighter. But Kenny has essentially never had a, um, a job in the private sector for his entire life. At the beginning of his career, and he's a little bit older than I am. I'm 60, and I think he might be 62. At the very beginning of his career, he had a job as um, sort of like the assistant, uh, coffee boy, you name it, of State Senator Vince Fumo. And you guys out in Western PA, I'm sure, are very familiar with Vince Fumo. He was a very, very powerful figure in Harrisburg for many years and then had a, you know, had a, a fall. Um, he's actually built himself back up and I think he's a pretty decent guy. But anyway, Kenny had a job with him and Fumo sort of greased the rails for Kenny to then get a job uh, as a city council person, council person at large in the city of Philadelphia. Obviously people had to vote for him, but essentially if you're a Democrat in the city of Philadelphia and you know the right people, you're going to win an election. Right. So from 1992 until 2015, Kenny was city council person. And I remember um, during that period, I, I, I still am down in South Philadelphia, and he lived, he had a house in South Philly, and he was the most depressing human being, John, in the world. I would see him at Starbucks, at 
uh, walking around the streets. The head was down. He never looked at people in the face. Just a really unpleasant, like like a person who was just sad about his life. And then... Oh, we lost her. Well, this is Jim Kenny, and uh, we'll go get um, Christine back on here in a second. Um, uh, She's describing this guy. Now, the guy she just described somehow was elected mayor of Philadelphia. So that's the question. How? Obviously, it must be that he somehow he's he's a Democrat and he got on the ballot. And if you're a Democrat in Philadelphia. You win. Uh, they could they could put anybody on there, and they'd win. Um, so that's the that's the question. How does somebody with that the, the, has the record and the personality that she just described? How does someone like that get elected mayor of a major city? Somehow, this uh, Jim Kenny character uh, was able to do that. So, uh, do we have Christine back, Mike? Mike, uh, Chris, uh, Christine, sorry about that. I-, I was just saying, my next question for you is this: this uh, person you just described, that does not sound like somebody who, uh, the, I, somebody who, uh, if you were a, a, a political party, you'd say, "Now here's our guy. He's a dynamic personality. He's got to go." How did he? Still, he got elected. How did anybody vote for this guy? Well, again, and I apologize to to the uh, audience. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if maybe Jim Kenny was listening in, and he <laughs> just sort of pressed the button. Um, well, again, in the city of Philadelphia, if you are a Democrat and you know the right people, you could be son of Sam and win an election. Right. But Kenny is is sort of a smaller scale version of Joe Biden in the sense that he's been around for so long. And he was never a real woke progressive. He was sort of an old time Democrat. Um, but as he, he sort of, you know, he put his finger up in the wind and he was able to tell the changes in the Democratic Party as it was moving, you know, drastically, rapidly to the left. And so he has allowed himself to basically become a puppet and owned by the very leftist uh, progressive elements in the city of Philadelphia, including some council people like Helen Gim uh, and the Worker Families Party that we have, which is sort of a sub-subversion of the um, really progressive Democrats. Anyway, he got elected in, 19, um, in 1992 to city council. In 2015, the reason that he was able to become mayor was that that field was flooded with candidates. I remember I used to be on a, tele- a local television show called Inside Story. And week after week, we would talk about the different candidates for, for mayor. I mean, obviously, we never talked about the Republican candidate because that person didn't stand a, a snowball chance in hell. Right. So he was kind of a compromise um, between some uh, state senators, some state representatives, and he had so much cachet with the institutional Democrat, having been in office as a city councilman for so long that they thought he was a safe bet. And essentially, he is exactly what we expected that he would be. He is a non-entity, a sponge, incapable of of leadership, a joke. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, so he (laughs) said yesterday... A couple things he said yesterday uh, when he was uh, being interviewed about the cops being shot. Uh, well, you can tell us what he said about, about you know, he, the, the big events. He doesn't like them anymore. The, the, the uh, NFL draft was there. The, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, 4th of July. He doesn't like that stuff anymore. And he's thinking about, well, I'll be happy when I'm not doing this job anymore. That, that's what he said yesterday. I'll read you his exact quote. Quote, I don't enjoy the 4th of July. I don't enjoy the Democratic National Convention. I didn't enjoy the NFL draft. I'm waiting for something bad to happen all the time. So I'll be happy when I'm not here, when I'm not mayor, and I can enjoy some stuff. How about quitting? Well, (laughs) yeah, I mean, but but what comes behind it is probably going to be even worse. But the thing is this, John, this man talks about his problems. His angst, he's whining right. Right. at 
you know, hours after two police officers were shot. Thank God they're safe. Thank mm-hmm. God they're doing well. But this is a man whose DA, and this is another thing that really, really angers me. He blames, Kenny blames the Second Amendment. He blames the Supreme Court. He blames the Republicans for all of the problems in the city of Philadelphia. And I wonder if he checked and looked at the fact that Democrats control the White House, Democrats control Congress, uh, and the Second Amendment, all of a sudden the Second, Second Amendment is a problem and the founders are a problem, when it's actually his own district attorney, who we have spoken about before, Larry Krasner, who is not prosecuting gun crimes in the city of Philadelphia. So Kenny is not only tone deaf, he's a liar. And he is a mouthpiece for the, the most pathetic Democrats that we have in this city. And unfortunately, by critical mass, the fact that there are so blank in many of them, whoever is a Democrat is going to be elected. So we need to get people, at least we need to groom some Democrats who are old-time Democrats and not a la Philadelphia old-time Democrats like the Abscam group, but Democrats who, who, who at least understand moderation and who can be fiscal, you know, if they, if, if fiscal conservatives, at the very least they have to understand how the office works yeah the, um this yeah. is this uh, just so people understand the reason why i wanted to have you on this is the mayor of the city of philadelphia talking about the second amendment um i'm going to get the quote here he says uh he says i was in canada two weeks ago never thought about a gun the only people i knew who had guns in canada were police officers uh he said it was a chilled back day beautiful weather and he was talking about uh i guess he was talking here about uh, before the incident in philadelphia it was a chilled back day, beautiful weather, but we live in America where we have the Second Amendment and yeah. we have the Supreme Court of the United States telling everybody they can ha- carry a gun wherever they want. Uh, and he says, he, he wishes it were Canada, he says that's the way it should be here. Um, and he says that um, uh, he, er, that if it, gets, if it were up to him, he would take everybody's guns away except for the cops. This is a guy, he's an elected official in the United States of America. And that's what he says. He has no concept that that the Second Amendment exists for the exact purpose of not allowing him to do that. Exactly. That's exactly right. And I mean, how ironic. The mayor of the city in which the Second Amendment was written. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. It doesn't even understand what it implies. But, you know, you know, John, this always, always happens. They always blame the Second Amendment. They always blame the founders. They always blame the Supreme Court and the interpretation of the law. They never blame the, the, the monsters who are shooting people. They always make excuses for them. It immediately goes to, well, the lax gun laws that we have in the United States. It is just, and listen, I am not a, a huge Second Amendment defender to the extent that, you know, I don't own a gun. I don't know how to shoot a gun. I am not someone who's constantly out there talking about my Second Amendment rights. I mean, I, I'm, I'm much more a social conservative, abortion, blah, blah, blah. However, I understand that if I don't have the right to defend myself, all of the other rights that I want, uh, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of expression, freedom of religion, they're worth it. Because if I can't defend myself, then I, the government basically has, you know, free reign over my existence. So it really upsets me when I hear a chief executive like our mayor, although I'm not surprised because I've lived in his orbit for over three decades, but it really upsets me when I see individuals who are so uneducated and, and so um, really uh, they're, they're illiterate in the Constitution coming out and writing their little wish list of things that they want to be able to take from us. But again, the tone deafness of this man whining about how hard life is for him, that he wakes up, looks at the, you know, looks at the ceiling and wonders, you know, what fresh hell, as Dorothy Parker used to say, is going to happen today. It's all about him. And there were two police officers in the hospital who had been shot. And his solution is to point the finger at Republicans. I can promise you, the guy, guy or guys, who shot those police officers are not registered Republicans. 
No. And he said, here's the quote, uh, another quote about the guns. Until Americans decide that they want to give up the guns and give up the opportunity to get guns, we're going to have this problem. So he, he wants Americans to give up their guns. This is the thing, though. Uh, I, I, what I, I don't understand. I mean, the, take the politics out of it. Just how does anybody that stupid become the mayor of any city, much less one of the biggest cities in the country, that he sees people being shot? And his solution is, let's make it so that the only people with guns are the cops and the criminals who don't care about laws. He actually, he doesn't understand how stupid that is. That's just mind-numbing stupidity. He also, you know, this whole thing about cops having guns, he doesn't support the police. He has never supported the police. The last mayor that actually did support the police that I can remember was his predecessor. Michael Nutter. And Michael Nutter had his problems, but at the very least, he understood the important central role that the police played in our, in our, in our city, in society. Um, and before him, Ed Rendell. So this, this person has just been completely, it's like the invasion of the body snatchers. He's a pod person. And all of his social media is run by his little Gen X and Gen Zers, 12 and 13 and 15 year old interns. Uh, he doesn't have an original thought. When he gets out there in front of the cameras, which they try and keep him from doing, like they put, like the uh, guys in, uh, in D.C. try and keep Biden from getting in front of the cameras. But when he, he makes that mistake and he escapes and he gets in front of the cameras, he makes this stupid sort of comment, like, oh, I, you know, I can't wait until I'm not here anymore. And believe me, there are Democrats in city council who are angry about this as well. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are already running for, you know, this lot as mayor who are going to use this. They're going to run with it. And God go with them. I, I, I can't stand any single one of the people who have been named as possible um, successors, replacements to Kenny. I really can't for the most part. Um, but, but God bless them. God go with them. I hope they take this and I hope they turn this into uh, bumper stickers and billboards, and let everyone know that the current occupant of our of of our you know mayoral office doesn't even want to be here. So, uh, and and there has been a lot of talk about Philadelphia lately because it's up there among the leaders in murders. Uh, they set a record, a Philadelphia record last year. I think it was five sixty two for twenty twenty one. Are they on pace to break that this year? Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, have, I have no doubt. I have absolutely no doubt that we will. But, Christine, uh, will have, the, the, yeah. the, uh, the people keep electing these people. Explain this to me. I know you don't know the answer because nobody does because it's just uh, it's incomprehensible. But people in the city of Philadelphia will see what's been going on with Democrat mayors for all this time, and they could, they could run uh, anybody. Uh, uh, any breathing human being as a Democrat, and he or she would win. They're stupid. They're narrow-minded. Um, they basically are, really, they, they themselves are controlled by their own special interests. I mean, we have the gubernatorial race, as you know, um, and the Senate race, as you know. And I am very sure that Democrats are going to vote in lockstep sure. with uh, Fetterman and with... Um, God, I've blocked his name out of my mind because it's, it's Shapiro. Um, Shapiro. Yeah. Shapiro. Because, I mean, that's another one. Shapiro is from southeastern Pennsylvania, from, from the town that's one town over from where I, I grew up. And although I think he's, he's definitely more competent than um, Jim Kenney as a chief executive, his, uh, he has a... Um, his ideology is more dangerous. Kenny doesn't have an ideology. He's basically, as I said, a sponge. He's just going to allow people to uh, sort of fill him up this empty vessel with ideas. And, or, or sort of like, um, was it, um, oh God, Edgar Bergen and uh, Charlie McCarthy. He's the Charlie McCarthy of the progressives yeah. in this city. Um, but I don't, I honestly think that people just vote for labels any longer. I don't think there's anybody who's stepping back and actually yeah. looking at the issues. Um, oh, this guy's, uh, this guy's going to protect my, uh, my uh, reproductive health, right. you know, meaning abortion. Right. I'm going to vote for him. You know, he's going to, 
He's going to yeah. take my guns. He's going to do this and that. But he's going to make sure I can have free abortion. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I agree. That's what it is. I, I'm out of time, but I'm glad you were here to just let us know if, when we hear all this stuff about Philadelphia because it keeps it keeps fill, you know it comes it gets back here eventually. The news. Um, we know why, and I'll, I'll I'll be keeping in touch with you as this goes along. Thanks, Christine. I appreciate it. Can you be on the lookout for a nice apartment in Pittsburgh for me? Because oh. I think I might need to get out of the city. Uh, Bob, just let me know. I'll look for you. Thanks. <laughs> Take care. We'll be back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The July 4th holiday travelers are returning home now. The AAA says of the 48 million people who traveled over the long holiday weekend, most went by car. Car travel expected to set a new record, even though gas prices are historically high. 480 a gallon today. AAA Senior Vice President Paula Twydale says summer travel is kicking into high gear. People are ready for a break, she says, and they may be going by car in record numbers because of the airline cancellations and delays. AAA says the share of people traveling by air will be the lowest in more than a decade. I'm Rita Foley. And the gunman who attacked an Independence Day parade that killed at least six people in suburban Chicago, Robert Cremo, is now behind bars. The Dow is down 285 points, the Nasdaq up 126. This is SRN News. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Mike Gallagher weighs in on the abortion issue. This was never a constitutional right. Roe v. Wade was a terrible decision. And now states will have the right to decide what to do. That's how the abortion issue should be decided, not a a made-up constitutional right. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. And a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy & Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh. W223CS, Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Looks like a mess on the Parkway East outbound. It crashes off to the shoulder near the Edgewood Avenue overpass, and that's a big jam from Oakland on up. 
On the inbound side, heavy into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge. The other big delay we're dealing with is Parkway West inbound. That's all stacked up between Carnegie and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound, looking busy approaching Carnegie as well. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Cloudy and humid tonight with a heavy thunderstorm around. Thunderstorms can bring hail and damaging winds. will reach a low of 70. It'll be humid tomorrow with a couple of thunderstorms, especially late. Otherwise, cloudy skies in the morning with intervals of clouds and sun for the afternoon will reach a high of 84. Cloudy and humid tomorrow night, low 69. More clouds than sun Thursday. It'll be humid with a thunderstorm in a couple of spots at a high of 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we're, um, we're one day late on this, but I have an excuse. I didn't work yesterday, but better late than never. I'm a big uh, colonial history fan, and yesterday in her Post-Gazette column, Selena Zito had some interesting Fourth of July history, but it wasn't about what happened in Philadelphia. It happened in western Pennsylvania, and Selena joins us now. Selena, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I've sort of always been obsessed with the fact that with what, what, what happened here in Farmington and Jamonville Glen in Fayette County is the catalyst that started the Revolutionary War. And it's not something that a lot of people are taught, yet if it were not for that, there would have been no Tea Party in Boston. Yeah, it turns out it was why George Washington didn't retire undefeated. So can you just explain what happened up there at Fort Necessity? (laughs) So it started in Jamonville Glen, which is a, if anybody's ever taken 40, uh, U.S. 40, and there's the big Summit Hotel, it's to the left of that. Um, He was um, on a scouting trip, uh, actually at this, what he called Fort Necessity, which is in what he called a lovely little meadow, uh, right in the valley of, of, um, uh, of Farmington, when he had heard that there were French um, and Indian um, uh, military members um, plotting against him. He was a member of the Colonial Army, which was part of um, Great Britain. And so he went looking for them with about 30 different uh, soldiers, came upon them. He wasn't wrong. And there was a skirmish lasted no longer than 15 minutes. Uh, they, they, he was, um, he was virtuous in, in that little skirmish, but the half king, which was his scout, um, uh, he <laughs> kind of scalped the French commander, uh, Jamonville, and that set off a, um, a, a battle at Fort Necessity a couple weeks later, and, um, Washington was just completely outmanned, outmaneuvered, um, outflanked. If anybody's ever been down to Fort Necessity, it's this circular fort that was literally built out of necessity. It was not meant to be a defensive um, fort. It was meant to be a staging area. And uh, they battled all day in torrential rain, and he ended up surrendering uh, to the French, it was the only surrender Washington ever did in his entire career, and it just happened to be July fourth. Um, only it was 1854. Now, why this matters to the Revolutionary War is this kicked off in the official First World War. It was a massive war. It lasted seven years long. In Europe, it's called the Seven Years' War, and here. It's in the United States, in Canada, it's referred to as the French and Indian War. There was not one continent that wasn't involved in this war, ultimately. Great Britain ended up winning the war. However, it cost them a lot of money. They incurred great debt. So what do they do? They're going to put all the debt on the colonists. They, um, they, sent them, they, they, they institute the Stamp Act. The reaction to the Stamp Act was... Uh, a little tea party in Boston Harbor, and that was the beginning of the Revolutionary War. So that was the fuse, you write, uh, that started the revolution. That that little skirmish up there, well, well not the skirmish, but the, the overrunning of Fort Necessity uh, on the yep. 4th of July of 1754, 
That's the fuse that started the revolution, and it's right up the road from here, where I'm sitting right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would highly recommend for anyone, whatever your age are, if you have a family, it's an amazing part of American history that very few people visit, but it is well worth uh, the, the one-hour drive from Pittsburgh. And there's, they do a great job of, you can go on tours. They, the living historians there are amazing. And there's just such a point of pride we should have that, of, of how instrumental and integral we were in our, um, in, in our geography was in the beginning of the American Revolution. Well, you know, uh, I've talked about this before, and I put it in my book. Um, I, I, I was reading uh, a book called Undaunted Courage about uh, the, the Lewis and Clark expedition. This was probably 20 years ago, at least. And um, I read in there that Meriwether Lewis came to Pittsburgh with his – and the, the boat that's called a keel boat was built yep. here in Pittsburgh uh, because of the steel, I guess. I don't know, but it was built here in Pittsburgh. He had to wait around for it because the guy who was building it for him was a drunk. But the Lewis and Clark expedition began at the spot where Three River Stadium used to be, or where Heinz Field is now, I guess you could say, right there. Yeah. And yeah. I read that for the first time when I was, I don't know, 40, 50 years old. They never told us that in school here. Never, I never no. heard it mentioned anywhere that it started here. We heard about the Lewis and Clark expedition a lot. I didn't know it started about a mile from where I'm sitting right now. Right. It's remarkable. You know, I had a great teacher um, at the Nativity Grade School on the north side who taught us about Jamonville, and I have been obsessed with it ever since I was oh. a young kid. But but my kids never were taught it. I mean, I took my kids around to these places so they knew and understand and walked around and, and sort of felt that, you know, how much of a part of history Western Pennsylvania is. Yeah, and uh, I went to a school called Our Lady of Grace uh, in Scott Township, and it's on Bower Hill Road. And uh, I, only recently I read about the Battle of Bower Hill that took place. It was all part of the Whiskey Rebellion. And, yep. Yeah, and the guy who, uh, outside the window of the school, was the house where a guy named Neville used to live. Neville. Yeah. Yeah. And well, listen though, but they never uh, uh, the, the nuns that they they nobody they could have said they could have said see out the window over there where this apple orchard is right now. Well, that used to be a big house, and they, the guy owned like three hundred slaves, and there was a big battle there, and it's known as the Battle of Bower Hill. The school's on Bower Hill Road. They never mentioned it. Never mentioned <laughs> it in our history that class. Is, that is absolutely crazy. Well, again. I, I guess I was spoiled. We were spoiled yeah. because we did have a really great teacher um, who who taught us about all of that and took us to the Neville House. There's still portions of yeah. the Neville House still standing, and they do reenactments every year. And again, one of these things where we should go take advantage of it. I got a minute left. You got, I know you got to go early. Uh, real quick, uh, Herschel Walker. You wrote a piece about Herschel Walker. Can he win in Georgia? got about a minute yeah yes absolutely he can win i mean look he's unpolished but in this kind of environment um and 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 and, and the headwinds that the democrats are facing um that that unpolished sort of not professional journalist is incredibly popular among the electorate you know is, is um walker has an advantage had if it's any other year i don't know so if you go to Georgia and you say Herschel Walker, it's like he's a freaking he's a legend in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and he may that may be just enough for him to to win this election. I would still put it in him, you know, as the favor as the favorite. Um, there was a, a poll of registered voters, which is not the same as a poll of likely voters. Mm -hmm. Um, that had him down 10, but the real clear politics averages have Walker up one, and I think that's about right. I spent a lot of time in Georgia. Well, when we have more time, we'll talk about that more. Selena, always good to have you on. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, we'll be right back. Oh, no, we're not. Yeah, we're going to be right back. We'll be right back.
Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code CLOCK for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code C-L-O-C-K. Use code CLOCK for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Dad, why do your toenails look like that? Hey, it's James, and if you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Let's face it, toe fungus is embarrassing. I was afraid to take my socks off and hid my ugly toes from everybody. But nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. Even a small spot can spread and get worse. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new and different FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Finally, me and thousands of others are free from fungus, and you can be too. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-354-1862. That's 800-354-1862. Eliminate your toe fungus once and for all, guaranteed. Call now, 800-354-1862, or visit crystalflush.com. Your spouse has said your marriage is over, and they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Beam. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now, it's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. So sign up today. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Check out lovestories.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, there's been a lot of whining uh, in the country since the uh, Supreme Court uh, threw out Roe v. Wade. Uh, a lot of it coming from people who are talking about how terrible the United States is. Even had some celebrities uh, saying that they... We're not going to celebrate uh, the 4th of July, Independence Day this year, because their independence had been taken away as women. They weren't able to, to get abortions when they want them. Uh, and the, the, the feeling or the, the – um, the, it seems like that the, the message seems to be that we're so much worse here than everywhere else, and we're, it's just – it's barbaric that uh, what's going on in uh, the United States when it comes to abortion. So – uh, there's a guy here named Ian Haworth uh, on Twitter. Not sure who Ian is. Uh, he's a uh, I guess he works for uh, Turning Point USA. He's with Turning Point USA. 
He has a list here. It's in alphabetical order, and I think you'll get the point. I can go through a few of these. Um, you know that the Mississippi case was 15 weeks, and that's what the, made it to the Supreme Court, and that was thrown out. Um, Argentina, uh, the country, is uh, 14 weeks. Austria, 12 weeks. Uh, Brazil, um, banned. Can't get an abortion in the entire country of Brazil. Croatia is 10 weeks. Czech Republic is 12 weeks. Uh, moving down the list here alphabetically, uh, Denmark, 12. Germany, 12. Greece, 12. Italy, 90 days. That's 13 weeks. Uh, Lithuania, 12 weeks. Poland, banned. Can't get an abortion in Poland. Portugal, 10 weeks. Russia, 12 weeks. South Africa, 12 weeks on demand. Uh, Spain is 14 weeks. And Uruguay is 12 weeks. The great country of Ukraine is also 12 weeks. Now, uh, on demand means excluding risk to the uh, life and health of the mother, rape, fetal impairment, or socioeconomic reasons. That So abortion on demand, for any of those, any reason other than what I just said, is uh, not available, and I, it would take me the rest of from now till 6 o'clock to read the countries where it's on-demand is banned. Uh, just a few in the A's and B's here, Afghanistan, Algeria, Angola, uh, Bangladesh, Bahrain, Barbados, down to the B's, Brazil, then uh, the C's, Chile, um, you have the Dominican Republic, Ecuador, Egypt, El Salvador, El Salvador. I think these uh, these countries are, I don't know, pretty pretty familiar to you. They're not on different planets or anything. They're they're not like obscure countries. They're uh, mainstream. Lebanon, uh, Paraguay, Peru, the Philippines, Poland. This is all where where on demand abortion you can't get it unless it's for one of those reasons I gave health of the mother. And that's not after X number of weeks. That's anytime on demand. Um, there's a Saudi Arabia, Taiwan, Tanzania, Syria, um, Sierra Leone, Uganda, United Arab Emirates, Vatican City, of course. Well, that'd be crazy if it wasn't there. Venezuela, Yemen, and Zambia uh, brings up the the least the, the end of the least the list there. And these are all places where you cannot get the more abortion on demand uh, for anything other than what I mentioned there, uh, life of the mother, uh, the fetus, uh, I guess the fetus is no longer viable, that kind of thing. So um, there you have that. Now, that's one of the things that uh, we've been hearing about now for the last week or so uh, since the Supreme Court uh, ruling. We've had uh, demonstrations. We've had threats. We've had all kinds of stuff going on from people. Uh, churches being uh, vandalized, burned, um, pregnancy crisis centers being uh, vandalized, and all that stuff. So then, on another note, another one of my favorite subjects here, I, I came across this today, um, Discovery, the Discovery Channel. I guess there's a channel called Discovery Plus, that's a streaming service. Uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but it's been going on uh, since the, I think it started the 1st of June. But they have a really nice show there that you might want to catch. It's called Generation Drag, okay? And here's a, here's a description of the show. And it has a picture of a, a boy um, in drag. Fingernails, lipstick, big blonde wig, the whole thing. Uh, it says here, the tumultuous journey to drag stardom. Which teen will come out on top? This is, this is thrilling stuff. Teen drag performers from across the USA prepare, prepare for drag gigante. Uh, a, a first of its kind drag ball event for teens and tweens. That means younger than teenagers. Amidst the glitz, glam, and nerve rattling stakes, their parents and quote unquote drag moms guide them on the journey to the ultimate stage. That is the story, if you're interested in it, Generation Drag. Uh, and you can see it says, from this is from People Magazine, the headline, and this is from uh, back on um, end of May, Watch Teens Discover Their Self-Expression 
and an amazing pair of shoes to boot in Generation Drag. People has an exclusive sneak peek at the upcoming Discovery Plus series, which follows five teens as they get ready for an iconic drag showcase. It shows a pathetic a little effeminate boy dressed in girls' clothes or, or in the process of getting uh, into his drag outfit, and he's just thrilled to be involved in this show, and his parents think it's wonderful. That's where we are. This is... I forget about the the morality part of it, the stupidity part of it. What? Who finds this entertaining? Uh, this is what really... I just have not been able to figure out. Who finds this entertaining? Men dressed up to look like ugly women who actually... What happens is you have men, 99% of the time, dressed up to look just like women... I'm sorry. You have men dressed up to look just like men dressed up as women. (laughs) They don't look like women. No matter what they do... They look like men dressed up like women, and it's it's puke material. And now there's a story, uh, I'm sorry, a series on the Discovery Channel, uh, Generation Drag. I've just given it a plug, so, you know, go ahead and watch it if that's uh, that's your cup of tea. Um, somebody's somebody's going to be watching it. And then there's this last thing in my last minute here. Uh, there have been people... Lots of people over the last uh, few days declaring that they were not going to um, celebrate the 4th of July. Well, the uh, people at National Public Radio over the weekend, that's a group that you pay for, uh, you're forced to pay for with your taxes. They ended a tradition started in 1988 uh, yesterday. They canceled the annual July 4th reading of the Declaration of Independence and instead hosted more liberal thinkers, quote, in its broadcast echo chamber for a conversation on, quote, equality. Maybe they could have had a drag queen show. It had George Washington as a drag queen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.